Hi, I'm Leon Gorin, president of PEO Leadership, a peer-to-peer leadership advisory firm. We're an amazing community of CEOs, presidents, and senior executives. Ask yourself, are you learning as fast as the world is changing? It's time for Ontario business leaders to band together for counsel and support. It's time for you to tap into the business wisdom of our peer groups and unlock new ways to grow. I want you to come out of this COVID crisis a better leader and your organization ready for what's next. Take the first step at peo-leadership.com. Today on our Stimpits podcast, we have Eve Dalcourt, Manager Director, Mila, for Australia and New Zealand. As you'll find out shortly from Eve's accent, He's very much a true Canadian. And before his journey down under, he ran Mila Canada. Eve, thanks for joining us today. Good morning. I guess it's good morning for me, but good evening to you. Exactly. I, I still have 12 hours to enjoy. You're, you're already ahead, ahead of us. I'm here. just about the weekend. Yeah, for <laughs> me, it's almost here. <laughs> well, it's awesome to have you here. And, I, and what I thought, I, I wanted to... Uh, talk a little bit about your experience, both from uh, planning and uh, from landing in that new environment. So just to give our members a sense, you know, often our members get these opportunities to sort of travel elsewhere, take on new positions, and you're sort of living this. So maybe my first question is, in the planning stage, and I remember being with you in the planning stage, what did you need to consider? Like, what are the top three things you had to think about in planning, whether you're going to do this or not? Well, the number one is family, um, the impact on the family, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, my wife also has a, a long career um, as a family physician. And uh, the decision is, uh, do, do we want to, to do this? Because uh, it's great for me because I go into another country. I, I, I you know, I'm familiar with the company, uh, with the business, but uh, she needs to leave everything behind. And that's the, the first decision. Um, once we went through that and realized that this is a nice journey for, for the both of us, then you say, okay, the kids as well, uh, what impact does that have on uh, the kids and the extended family? And being the kids are in their 20s, uh, it made it a little bit easier because they're uh, uh, almost, uh, call it, uh, on their own to a certain degree. Uh, but then it's also the extended family of, uh, uh, of parents, uh, you know, obviously older age. Uh, you want to make sure that uh, are, are they okay for the next five to seven years, uh, give or take. Uh, so uh, that's that's the first consideration. Once you pass that and you realize that, uh, okay, I think we can make this happen, then is the decision of, does it make sense financially um, to, to go overseas? What do we do with our home in, in, in Canada? Um, do we keep it? Do we rent it? Do we sell it? Uh, and then it's the adventure of living in the country, where to live, um, and uh, what, uh, you know, the, 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 the unknown, for, uh, for instance. So... So the first step, uh, the family was okay with, uh, and, and the girls uh, both encouraged, uh, both of them encouraged us to, to, to make this move. It would be a chance of a lifetime. Uh, from Natasha's perspective, she says, you know what, I probably need a change of scenery as well. Uh, so that was okay. And, and of course, uh, the parents, uh, you're never going to have a good answer from them. Uh, they're just going to say, well, we don't want you to leave. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, they're all going to be okay. Um, and then we decided to sell everything back home in, in Toronto. Uh, if, if we are going to go into this journey, uh, let's go both feet in. Uh, so it's not about having uh, something left over at home to go back to, but uh, let's just really take this journey and, and take it on. So that's what we've done. Um, so I landed here in, uh, in January. Uh, Natasha still uh, hasn't joined me. She'll be joining me in, uh, in August. Uh, and then uh, the journey together, if you want, uh, begins... Uh, uh, in, in, in September, August, September, when she gets here. 
That's funny. You're, by the way, we better qualify. This is not a normal journey here when you went down under. And you started sharing that with me. I was going to ask, even before I ask you what the first 100 days is, maybe just share the stories of January, then what came next, and then yep. we all know what came after that. So we're into the third segment here. But how did it yeah, start? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, it's, you know, when be, before I left, I, I left in early January. And if, if you recall what was happening in Australia, there was... Uh, a lot of uh, news articles and 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 uh, the it was it was about Australia on fire uh, and and I came in with with forest fires. I remember landing in in Melbourne and smelling a bit of the smoke and getting emails and and text messages. Are you okay? Are you on fire? Uh, and um, and that subsided uh, maybe two or three weeks after I arrived. And and shortly after, it was uh, major flooding uh, across the country as well that they hadn't seen in in over a hundred years. So we dealt with that for for a couple of weeks, and then uh, literally a, a few weeks later, uh, we deal with this pandemic of of a virus. So, so it's been you know uh, trial by fire to a certain degree. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's typical. that's typical of anybody going overseas and accepting a position. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, go ahead. So it's, listen, it's been uh, an interesting uh, journey here so far, but uh, we've managed okay. You take it one day at a time, and, and you move forward. Well, I think you got Mother Nature there going, uh, giving you a few hints about <laughs> about potential climate change. All three incidences are related to Mother Nature. So, exactly. Exactly. So what's, other than all the natural stuff going on, what about the first hundred days there for you? How did you settle in and... You know, what's been yeah, happening? settling in was uh, was uh, was okay. You know what? Uh, literally, you you land into another country. Um, you know, you have to get a bank account. <laughs> you know, simple things that you don't think about, whether it's a bank account, a driver's license, uh, anything. Uh, you know what? Normal that you would have back home, just trying to get a credit card because literally you have no credit whatsoever. So it's it's literally uh, coming starting from nothing. So besides a visa, a working visa that I had, uh, you have nothing. So. Uh, I stayed in the apartment for uh, for three uh, three weeks. Uh, found a home to rent, uh, and then you start uh, rebuilding, and and you hope to uh, start rebuilding a network, uh, which is the most important uh, part uh, part for me. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the pandemic hasn't hurt, uh, hasn't helped because uh, networking is within my own office, uh, which is okay on one end as well. But um, uh, the first hundred days, I would say, have been interesting. So despite all of the challenges uh, around us. From an office perspective, um, you know what? It got me into understanding the business and people very, very quickly. Uh, specifically in the last uh, 10 weeks where the pandemic uh, came in, uh, they were looking for leadership. Uh, they were looking for, um, you know, the direction specifically. And uh, I was able to really take the ownership of the business and, and build trust within the organization very, very quickly. And uh, how I did that was literally communicating to the entire company on a daily basis of here's where we are, here's where we're going, and here's what we're going to do. But the first, first thing that we did overall was um, establish two guidelines as an organization. One was uh, the number one priority was the health and safety of every single uh, individual. And number two was how do we keep the business going despite uh, the challenging times ahead? And those were the priorities. Uh, and um, I was very impressed, Leon, that uh, over 170 employees were working from home in a matter of six days. Uh, so we made some very, very drastic moves in order to uh, protect the health and safety of every employee. 
so that was um, that was a, a great learning for us of resiliency first and foremost, but uh, capability as well. So overall, very very pleased with how we've uh, we've we've managed through this uh, this journey. And it's funny because I had um, you know my, my boss was actually asking me, hey, let's let's sit down and, and talk to me about your first hundred days, and uh, and essentially is I, I got to know the business very 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 quickly. Uh, and, and areas of, of, uh, of opportunity at the same time. But uh, it, it allows you to focus on different things uh, within the business during a during time of crisis. Is the, is the Mila business Australia and New Zealand is it as big as Canada or bigger than Canada? As a matter of fact, it's, uh, it's double. Uh, so it's wow. a very, very big business. Uh, Mila has been uh, in, in Australia for uh, the better part of 40 years. Um, and it's a very well-known brand. So the brand awareness is very, very high. Uh, the brand loyalty is very uh, is uh, is very good as well, um, and uh, Australia is number three in the world uh, for Mila, uh, so it's a very important country uh, for uh, for us globally. Wow! And you guys are ahead of us. Like I, I'm thinking about where Canada is today in terms of we got way more cases on the COVID nineteen. We're still most of our offices are shut down. Um, you guys are now, as you and I were quickly chatting. I mean, the number of cases you have a day is, is minimal. So it's almost like things are back to normal there. How is business recovering? Like, what, what are you seeing? There? Has there been a quick V type of shape recovery? Or maybe that's, you know, just so we get a sense of where we're going to be going. Maybe that'd be helpful. Well, it, it's interesting. So let me take it in two parts, because um, I'm also responsible for New Zealand. And New Zealand took a completely different approach. Uh, where they've completely uh, shut down the entire country. Retail was closed. Um, literally, it was martial law. Uh, you could not go outside for, uh, uh, for the better part of three weeks. Um, they reopened uh, last week and um, literally a V-shape uh, recovery very, very quickly. Uh, and I've seen uh, our, our sales come back to almost regular levels. Uh, very quickly in a span of, of two weeks. Now, whether or not that continues on that path, we're not sure. But uh, the outlook for the month of June, July is still not bad. And it's still, the construction is, is back as well. So we, we seem to be uh, faring well in, in that area. In Australia, um, the difference is retail never shut down. Um, it was very, um, it was a, a very well organized from from the country standpoint where you can still go at retail um online business has increased drastically uh but uh, quite frankly leon uh we never missed a beat uh our sales actually never went down we continued on the same path um and uh from a recovery standpoint uh, i don't think it's literally a recovery it's it's just how can we accelerate uh, business from now until the end of the year so two different, um, two different uh, uh, business cases, if you want. One is a V recovery in, in New Zealand, and in Australia, nothing stopped. That is absolutely so – I don't know if you're hearing what's going on in North America, but that's very yep. different than what people are predicting here um, yep. in terms of – we've seen a V in the you know, public markets, but in terms of businesses, it's been, it's really difficult. Most of these, a lot of our business operating around 20 to 30% of their normal mm -hmm. 
normal sales. Did did Australia, New Zealand, were there layoffs? Were there is the unemployment numbers high or are people? Yeah, of course. Uh, so they put in place a uh, job keeper and a job seeker program, uh, very similar to what Canada did, and government uh, subsidizing. Uh, uh, layoffs. Um, so they've done this here as well. And this um, this is uh, going to keep, I believe, till the end of July. And they're planning now perhaps on extending it a little bit. So uh, the hospitality industry has really been uh, affected by this, as you can imagine. Um, mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand are, are countries, um, you know what, they, they live by uh, by tourism. So that industry specifically is 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 the one that's likely going to be uh, impacted more than more than others. Uh, casinos, um, you know, hotels, uh, uh, restaurants uh, that has all been closed. So from that perspective, that is going to likely um, be affected and probably going to hurt for a little bit longer. But you don't necessarily think it's going to impact your sales, like you guys are thinking about growth. Uh, well, put this way, I'm, you know what? Uh, as as you know me already, it's 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 all about being. Uh, uh, a little bit more aggressive in the marketplace. Uh, we're definitely playing offense and not defense. Uh, we have a, a very good product line. People recognize it. Uh, but we are also um, have some very strong product offerings over the course of the next uh, six months that we are, in, in some cases, accelerating. And in other cases, taking advantage of uh, opportunities such as areas where maybe my competition uh, um, have had some factory closing. Uh, where stock uh, is is uh, is unavailable, where I'm able to take a little bit of advantage of uh, of some of the stock shortages from my from my competitions. Uh, so for for the foreseeable future, if you want. Yeah, no, that's amazing. For those that don't know you, Eve, I, I know you're a driver, so you're right. This for those that are listening, Eve never takes the foot off the pedal here. So <laughs> that is also helpful in driving growth and accelerating through, especially through difficult times, right? Absolutely. Coming out the other side. So here's the, the big question, I guess, other than all the craziness, your family's not there. Meeting your expectations, is the adventure as exciting as you were thinking it was going to be? Oh, my God. Uh, listen, I fell in love with Melbourne right away. Um, I'm an outdoorsman as well. So, uh, you know, being able to uh, go on my bike every day, uh, there's running paths, there's a walking path, there's the ocean, literally uh, uh, a 10-minute walk from here. Um, yeah, the adventure has been absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know, before the pandemic, we were able to uh, go into uh, do hiking in different areas of the of of, of the state here, and uh, uh, I'm anxious to get back at there. The views, uh, Leon, are incredible. the The environment as a whole is is just uh, spectacular. So I'm really anxious for Natasha to get here, so we'll be able to uh, to enjoy the country together. But uh, uh, stunning is 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 the only words I can say. Uh, I was able to go to New Zealand as well before the the whole closure. And again, uh, uh, you know, you, you see pictures, but um, it's nothing like seeing it live. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Did you find yourself a biking group? Uh, not yet, uh, because uh, with the pandemic, everything shut down. So I've been riding <laughs> <right>. on my own. <laughs> uh, sounds amazing. Actually, uh, hopefully you don't encourage all these listeners here to get on a plane now and look for a new job outside of Canada. <laughs> Leave our country. Well, it's not a bad place to be, I can tell you. Oh, no, that's awesome. Well, Eve, thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing your insights. If you're interested in our live webcast, The Way Forward Live, and any other snippets, please take a moment and visit us at our site at po-leadership.com. You'll find on our site various pre-recorded webcasts and snippets, and you'll find some of the speakers around Professor Janice Stein, Harvard's Rosabeth Cantor, 
Harvard's Michael Beer, uh, discussions on mental health, leadership, world reset, government stimulus package, and a host of others. Thanks for joining us today, and this concludes our session. Thanks, Leon.